Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of A Beautiful Life. I've been talking a lot about nutrition and health, but I kind of wanted to dig a little bit into my fitness background, but particularly my dance background. Not just as a dancer, but also as a dance teacher. Um, I believe I've mentioned it a couple of times, but I actually wrote a book called A Dancer's Diary, where I... I basically wrote this health and fitness book specifically for dancers, especially young dancers, so that they would know how to take care of their bodies inside and outside of dance. And so I really wanted to focus on some of the topics that I talk about in my book on here. So we're going to try it. We'll see how it goes. Today we're going to start with tendonitis and stress fractures. Excuse me. It's very cold in my podcasting closet today, so if it sounds like I'm out of breath, it's probably because I'm shivering, <laughs> so I apologize for that right now, but we'll push through. All right, so tendonitis and stress, fra stress fractures. The reason why I'm talking about this is because a lot of dancers tend to, especially when they're young and they've got these big dreams of becoming prima ballerinas and all this stuff. They tend to push their bodies a little bit harder than they should. And so this ends up in dance injuries. And I do want to talk a little bit more about some more common dance injuries, but these are the two most common, at least that I have observed. And it doesn't just happen with young dancers. It happens with any kind of athlete. It happens with seasoned dancers. So it just really doesn't matter who you are. Um, but they're both overuse injuries, and so we'll just talk about that today. So how many dancers or athletes do you know that have had or currently do have tendonitis? I myself had tendonitis in my shoulder. I had biceps tendonitis. It's a very common overuse injury. Um, you probably know a lot about it if you're involved in dance or sports because a lot of athletes struggle with it. Again, it's an overuse injury, so for point, if you if you do point, oftentimes you'll get tendonitis in your Achilles, or sometimes they'll have tendonitis in their shoulders, or um, if you're a tennis player, you get it in your elbow. So it's a very, very common injury that a lot of athletes have to deal with. So whether it's in the hips, knees, Achilles, or shoulders, it is one of the most common overuse injuries that causes inflammation from constant breakdown of the tendon fibers within their synovial sheets. If not rested properly, any tendon can turn into tendonitis very, very quickly. So you really want to be careful that you're not pushing it too hard. So there are three types of tendonitis. There's mild, moderate, and severe. The best way to figure out which kind you have is to follow these simple tips. So mild is inflammation. It's basically the beginning stages. Inflammation and pain during exercise. So if you feel those starting to happen on a regular basis, you can pretty much pinpoint the fact that you have mild tendonitis and it's pretty much time for you to start resting it and taking care of it. Moderate tendonitis is increased inflammation and prolonged pain after movement. So if you're, let's just use the Achilles for an a good example. If you are dancing or you're running and you stop and you sit for about 20 minutes, but the pain lingers, you've probably 
it, you're probably experiencing moderate tendonitis. Now, severe tendonitis, which is a very dangerous point because it can actually lead to rupturing of the actual tendons. You, you never want to get to severe, <laughs> but it's redness, tenderness, substantial inflammation, and constant pain that never subsides. It is extremely important that you take care of tendonitis right away so that it doesn't turn into a severe case. When it does reach a severe case, you have to go see your doctor because it could rupture or cause more issues. Um, I know people sometimes will get in, um, infections, so you really have to make sure that you're taking care of it properly. If your tendon ruptures, it will take you away from your dance or athletics for up to four months Whereas caring for mild cases will only require at least two weeks of complete rest. So you have a choice. You can do two weeks of complete rest. That means skipping dance or athletics or just doing very, very little or not taking care of it and then risking four months off athletics or dance. So I know which I would choose but a lot of people don't choose taking care of it right away because it means that they'll have to drop out. So anyway, hopefully that makes you question it just a little bit. For mild or some moderate cases, you can use the RICE method, which is rest, ice, compression, and elevation. It's one of the most common um, methods that you can use for any type of inflammation injury. You can also try some anti-inflammatories, natural anti-inflammatories. I am not a fan of NSAIDs. I actually talk about this on my blog and I might transfer it over here to the podcast, but um, they are not good for you for various reasons. So I do recommend natural anti-inflammatories. You can check out Marcozymes. Um, there's Neprinol AFD, which is really good for someone who has had a lot of tendonitis issues. It'll clear out any scar tissue, it's really great for that, and Wobenzyme. So those are three supplements that you can look into. Obviously, consult your doctor before you start taking anything new. But you can also try some simple exercises to strengthen the muscles surrounding the tendon and light stretches. So that's a really, really important thing to do. Once you start to feel tendonitis coming on, stretching it, um, sometimes a light massage can help. If you are healing from tendonitis, there is actually a way that you can repair faster. When you have tendonitis, scar tissue builds up and that scar tissue can lead to flare-ups in the future. So with my biceps tendonitis that I had, it was actually recommended to me that from a uh, physical therapist to go against the grain of the tendon. So my tendon, if you can picture it, it goes vertical. So what I had to do was I had to massage horizontally across the tendon to start bringing blood flow because tendons don't have natural blood flow. You have to really work at it and it also removes the scar tissue. Now it is painful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It is really painful, but it worked. I haven't had a single flare up. I feel like my shoulder has got back to normal. I do, it's not tight there anymore, so that's something you can look into as well. I know they have YouTube videos. You can check out physical therapists doing tendonitis massage, so it's really interesting, but you want to make sure that it's not like flaring right then and there because you can make it worse. You want it to be slightly healed first. All right, 
So let's get into stress fractures. <laughs> in dance, there are many common injuries that can put a dancer out of class for weeks. So many of them. But again, today we're just going to focus on these two. So one of the most common issues that I commonly see among dancers, especially young dancers who are growing, is that they don't take the necessary time off when they start to feel pain. This is really important for dancers, especially young dancers. I keep going back to young dancers, but also young athletes as well. When you start to feel pain, you really need to stop what you're doing. Not caring for an injury when it's minor oftentimes leads to something much, much worse, requiring much more time for recovery. So stress fractures are tiny little breaks or cracks in the bone caused by overuse. The most common area that stress fractures occur in dancers is in the ankles and feet. And this is really hard because basically as a dancer, that's, that's what you're doing. You're using your, your feet and ankles all the time. But even when you're walking around the house, you're walking on your feet. So it's a really difficult thing to have. The constant jumping, springing, pointing, and turning can cause stress on the delicate bones of the feet. Dancers who are on point are more susceptible to stress fractures and need to take preventative action against them. Depending on the severity of a stress fracture, it can take up to eight weeks of recovery time. That's a long time. However, recovery time can increase if the fracture is less left untreated for long periods of time. Again, you have to take the time off right away to allow your body to heal and do what it's supposed to do. Otherwise, if you keep pushing it, your body's eventually going to give up. It's going to be like, okay, fine. You're not going to take care of me. <laughs> and then you're going to have much more, almost double, sometimes triple the amount of time of recovery that you would have had if you had taken care of it at the beginning. All right. If you keep dancing or walking or, or kicking or whatever you're doing on a stress fracture, it can become a full-blown break. This is what you want to avoid. Fractures are easily healed with a proper amount of rest time. Your bones should be able to heal really quickly if you're taking the supplements you need to, if you are eating good foods that are going to just bring nutrients to that break, then it should take no time at all to heal. No time meaning eight weeks, but you know. But if you don't, if you don't rest it and you keep using it, a full-blown break can take a lot longer to heal. Bones, like muscles, get stronger the more you use them. However, bones can easily become weakened if you are not providing your body with enough rest time and recovery, vitamins and minerals, and hydration. Amenorrhea, diabetes, osteoporosis, and eating disorders can cause weak bones. You definitely want to visit your doctor if any of the symptoms worsen specifically fracture symptoms or any of the symptoms of the other things that I just mentioned. So a mild fracture is slightly painful with a gradual onset of pain over time, possible tenderness and heat, and the pain will go away with rest. Now this is the point where you want to start resting it. You probably want to go to your doctor, get it checked out, and definitely rest. I feel like I have to keep repeating that. Rest, rest, rest. <laughs> Moderate fractures, pain lasts for a couple of hours after activity and subsides. So maybe like two hours after activity and then all of a sudden the pain will start to subside. That's a moderate fracture. It can be taken care of at home with rest for six to eight weeks and rice treatment. 
If you want to go to your doctor, you can. Obviously, I'm always going to tell you that that's important whenever you have any kind of injury or if you need to take any supplements. Obviously, I am not a doctor, so I do recommend that. However, mild and moderate fractures, stress fractures, can be taken of care of at home. It's just your prerogative, what you feel comfortable doing. So, if you continue working on moderate fractures, they will become severe fractures, which is painful during everyday activities and continues while at rest, so basically pain all the time, and this requires immediate medical attention as it could turn into a break. So as you already know, I like to encourage my clients, my students, and you guys here on the podcast to prevent an injury before it becomes a possibility. Prevention is key to keeping your body strong and healthy, and you guys have heard me say that so many times. This is no exception. Prevention is key to anything. So it's important to vary your exercise routines and not to put stress on one area of your body while doing strenuous exercise. Jogging and running can actually put dancers at a disadvantage as it puts too much stress on the already stressed bones of the feet and legs. This is why you'll never really... I mean, some dancers do like running, but oftentimes you'll never see them running because it just puts too much stress on the knees and the shins and the feet. So I never recommend it, but if you do run, just make sure you're, you're using proper form and that you're wearing really great supportive shoes. Also using proper form whenever you begin an exercise routine and whenever you are in dance rehearsal or if you're on the field doing whatever sport you're doing, make sure you're maintaining proper form because improper form is when people get injured. Also wearing proper foot protection at all times and warm up correctly before any type of exercise and that includes any kind of dance, any kind of sport you want to really warm up correctly. It's going to get your muscles ready for whatever type of workout you're doing. Coconut oil is great for maintaining strong and healthy ligaments, connective tissue, and bones. Organic cold-pressed coconut oil can actually be added to your foods, to your coffee. You can make bulletproof coffee, which is actually really good. Um, So you just take black coffee, you put a tablespoon of coconut oil, you can put a tablespoon of butter, and a tablespoon of maple syrup, and you just blend it together. It's actually really good. It's full of healthy fats, and it's excellent, excellent for you. You can also add uh, coconut oil to your smoothies, or it can be taken by the spoonful. Just spoon it into your mouth and let it melt in um, for an extra boost. It's really great. Natural anti-inflammatories are super important for dancers and athletes as their constant physical exertion can cause inflammation to build up in the body. I recommend looking into Marcozymes. These are the best over the, um, these, not over the counter, (laughs) these are the best Um, natural anti-inflammatories that I have found personally. They are very expensive, but if it's important for you to keep the inflammation in your body down, which it should be, especially if you are constantly physically active, um, these would be a really great thing to look into for you or to invest in. You're investing in your health. You're investing in your future. If you think of it that way, then it's not, it's not that big of a deal. But again, run any new supplementation by your doctor. Over-the-counter drugs can cause more problems than they help, so using natural anti-inflammatories is your best option. 
and I will talk about that more in the future because I feel like that's a really important topic to discuss. If you'd like more information on any of these things, stress fractures, tendonitis, things like that, even the at-home care of common dance injuries, I do recommend that you check out my book, A Dancer's Diary. All of the information is in there that you need to really prevent some of the most commonly, um, some of the most common dance injuries and how to take care of them at home and when is it's important for you to actually go to the doctor. Um, all of this information you can see, prevention and recovery options in my book. So I recommend that you check that out. If you begin to feel symptoms of a stress fracture, whether minor or severe, you must take the time off to recover. You don't want the fracture to become a full break. I hope that this information helps you prepare your body properly. Feel free to let me know if you have any questions, whether it's through the Anchor app or if you want to contact me in a video, I mean not a video, an audio message or if you want to send me a message on my Instagram, you are more than welcome to send me any questions that you may have. I am very excited to start digging a little bit deeper in my dance side. I love being a dancer. I love being a dance teacher. It's one of my greatest passions. So I'm very excited to share that side with you guys. And I'm also really excited to share more fitness tips with you because I don't want to just focus on nutrition. I feel like there is so much more to being healthy and having this well-rounded, healthy lifestyle than just nutrition. So very excited to dig, dig into these topics deeper with you guys. Um, again, if you have any suggestions on future episodes, feel free to let me know. I would love to hear your ideas. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can let me know that as well. I would like to start putting together a guest list for this podcast to talk about just various, various topics, whether it's dance, fitness, or nutrition. I'd love to hear from you. Anyway, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day. I will see you in my next video, um, not video, <laughs> my next podcast episode. Um, until then, have a beautiful day.